I love the names on this team. They have Sixto Sanchez, and they have my favorite name probably in baseball right now, Jazz Chisel. Showing emotion in baseball is terrible and should never be uh, in the game. It's it's weird how the dynamic works between sports. But to win a championship, not only do you need great players on the court, but you need good chemistry, which takes time to develop. Justin Fields is a all, all-time talent. Corey Perry will give some veteran presence to the Canadians. I feel like Luca will take that next step, and if he can get a three ball consistently around 35%, I feel like they could become a contender. We can make jokes about you not being in the Super Bowl for 20-something years, but... What's up, everyone? This is Justin Goldman from the Goalie Guild and Lift the Mask, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Austin and Kevin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our HL Opinions of the Week. You know, we've been in the season for about a month, and the man that had uh, the start date circled on his calendar, Austin. Yeah, uh, we were talking about before we recorded. I'm pretty sure it was... Uh... October 9th, but there's a lot of teams that I'm kind of surprised on how they've turned out. Some teams have already turned it around early in the year, just a little over a month, but also there's been some problems, I think, with obviously coaching moves and how teams want to orchestrate offense, defense, goaltending, and we've already seen some changes because of that. Yeah, and I think uh, Edmonton comes to mind. Uh, just with all the cha- changes, and I think that's a lot of pressure with just the pres- presence of Connor McDavid. But um, I'm curious for you, when – I can't remember if I heard something. Someone was like, if you're in the playoff spot by Thanksgiving break, it's a good spot for you. But t- to me, that seems pretty early to make that judgment. I agree. Um, for me, that judgment cannot be made until usually – around New Year's. New Year's is when I'm really making that decision. Like, hey, is this team legit or not? Or do they have some serious problems that have to be addressed now? Or could they wait? Or it kind of determines where they're going to be for the trade deadline and a lot of other uh, events that happen kind of close to them because you have a lot to think about and you're kind of turning a new year. Okay, the team has to start turning around now if they're bad or they have to keep it going if they're already there. Gotcha. And I think um, just teams that stuck out to mind, It's it seems to be a lot of the teams we expected. The Wild are pretty low. You know, they've struggled. But the Golden Knights seem to be playing well. Um, the Stars are playing well. However, to me, this is a big year for the Stars. Um, I think we're both – they are – we're on our list. And I, I have some questions about the Stars, but I'll let you talk about them first. Um, and then I'll add in a little bit. I just – I, uh, there's a lot of problems, I think, with the, the Stars giving up leads. Uh, they like to come out early and get a lead, or they'll play from behind a lot. They've lost three of their last four. One of those in overtime, two in regulation, and then they won one game. Something surprising to me, as through the through the 19 games they've played as, as they're recording this video, Pavelski's their only point-per-game score. Uh, so when you go one uh, point-per-game is... 19 points in 19 games for him. Robertson has 18 and 19. Hintz has 17 and 18. White Johnson, Matt Duchesne, then Jamie Van, then Sagan, then Haskin, and Marchman. Those are all the guys that had 10 plus points. Uh, they've gotten pretty stellar goaltending, uh, or maybe not the best goaltending of their careers by Ottinger or Wedgwood, Wedge, Wedgewood, but a 9 12 save percentage as a team is definitely not nothing to scoff at. So, 
I think they have more issues when it comes to like scoring than it does uh, against. Even though they are eleventh in goals for and eleventh in goals against, so they're they're just they're they're pretty even as a team. Okay. Um, my thing because to me, um, to exp- I, I know you and I both agree on this. This is a huge year for the Stars because I think of the guy you mentioned, the points leader, Joe Pavelski. Can't, we were wondering at the end of last year, can he repeat what he did last year? And to me, he makes that line so good. And it really allows other people to be on second lines, third lines. Because I don't know what the future looks like at center for um, for the pairing between uh, Robertson and Hintz. And we don't have to talk about that now, but it's just Pavelski being with Robertson and Hintz. We talked about it's the best line in hockey. So as long as Pavelski's given that production, this is a huge year for the Stars. So I'm kind of looking at through that. And to me, is something you brought up, holding on to leads, that's defense. They didn't really address the de- defenseman issue in the offseason. They added lines and they made up some they made some good moves like getting Duchesne. But to me, it's the defense and then overtime. You mentioned the overtime loss. I was there actually at the Golden Knights game and that's something to me is the Stars struggled in overtime last year, and they struggled a little bit in overtime. I know – or no, I don't know. When did they get their first overtime win in the playoffs last year? Uh, I'm not sure if they got one. I don't think they did. And that's a huge issue to me, at least when we get to the playoffs. I know it's super far ahead, but I think that's what you have to do when you're judging a team of the Stars. Because just getting to the playoffs to me isn't enough for the Stars right now. Not even close. Yeah. So, and like, yeah, they lost overtime. Um, I think game two, game two, um, gave up a late lead, lost in overtime. That's a huge. Well, game one, they also lost in overtime, right? Um, Maybe. You may be correct. I can't remember game one. I think just game two stands out to me. Because then it allows you to come home. It was game one and game two. Game one, game they two. did win. A, they did finally win a playoff game in overtime, game four against the Knights. Ah, yeah, and that's just a little bit too late. Um, game two sticks out to my mind because I think there were so many seconds away until Suter messed up. Uh, yeah, both of them they should have. I mean, both of them they had a serious chance. Yeah. And if and, you just get one of those, because then I don't think Jamie Ben gets thrown out in game three. It doesn't excuse it, but I understand your point. And yeah. uh, I think that, like you said, who, who would play center between Robertson and Hintz? What they're doing right now is kind of playing Hintz and Pavelski as a winger and a center, both of them. It kind of just one will go to left wing, depending on what the other one, what side of the ice they're playing on, or one will go to right wing instead of playing on the other side, whatever. So, or Pavelski would usually play right, I believe. Uh, but. Like, when you go to face-offs one, Pavelski's 179 and Hintz is 171. So the difference is negligible almost. So it does really help to have that diversity to where Hintz can take all the ones on the left side and Pavelski can take all the ones on the right side and vice versa. I think it actually helps with that. But Yeah, uh, that's a great point. Or what were you going to say? Yeah, yeah, it just they, the versatility that top line has is definitely uh, something that a lot of teams wish they had. And, yeah, that's a great point, the versatility. I wanted to get more at once Pavelski retires, because I don't think he can keep doing this, 
at this high level of production. I don't know if he wants to retire soon. It's just that's why they have to capitalize on this year because I don't know who the third guy is. I'm going to say Wyatt Johnson, but to me that also hurts your other lines because I love Johnson with Ben and Dodonov, and that just messes it up. And that's what, to me, makes this offense dangerous. To me, the big issue is the defense. Yeah, well, Johnson and Dodonov haven't really played all that much together, and it's really apparent when you look at their plus minus. Why Johnson is plus one. Jimmy Ben is plus three, while the Donoff is the worst on the team by far with a minus eight uh, plus minus. So he's really struggling in that aspect. He, uh, like the next closest is Miro and Ty Delandria at minus four. And like I said, Donoff's minus eight, which is over double that. So uh, he's yeah. definitely struggled coming into the year. But yeah, that's, I, I wanted to focus on the stars because I think they are a huge team. But also, I think you can talk about the Golden Knights. They're still leading. Seems like everyone's healthy. I know they did have a bad loss to, well, they lost 2 nothing to the Coyotes, but this is a team I think I expected to regress after their Stanley Cup uh, win. Yeah, I don't think you're necessarily unfair to say that. Uh, the health that they've had throughout the season is kind of mind-boggling considering that they're not necessarily a team known for health. And I still have worries with, regarding their health. We'll have to see if they can remain uh, consistent throughout and will we'll be – uh, healthy when they need it. Will they get the goaltending health-wise? Will they get everything else health-wise? But right now, they're, they're playing well, and I think as a unit, when they're all healthy, they're still one of the best teams in the sport. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I think those were just some things I was focusing, hyper-focused on the Stars, but yeah, you, you okay, so New Year's New Year's uh, Day is or around that time is when you start looking at teams it's not necessarily when i start looking at teams it's when i start determining who are the true contenders what what do the teams need to do is really can be determined by new year's okay all right um yeah that's all i got um maybe you can close this one out and say two or three teams you're looking at and and thinking of like what they determine um that maybe are on the outside looking in in the playoff picture currently yeah, well, if we're looking just by points, a team that I think is very disappointed with where they're at is uh, the Maple Leafs. I guess they're technically at the 8th seed, but I'm still going to count them because it's not really what you want as a Maple Leafs fan. Uh, I'll go Team of the West. Uh, I'm excited with what Arizona's doing, especially because they're still playing in Arizona State's uh, arena, so they don't really have a home arena, so they really don't have any home ice advantage, but they're still just one spot out and they're really, really close to being in. If you use point percentage, they'd actually be in the playoffs. So that's something to look forward to. Okay. Yeah. Those are some great teams and uh, that's all we got. Let us know what you think in the comments and uh, we'll keep you updated for that and make sure to follow us for more. And thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.